Hi, everyone, and welcome to Murder and Merlot. We are a true crime book club podcast. I'm your host, Tara. And I'm your host, Michelle. We are putting down our books and picking up the paper. Because this is the morning news. A absolute big surprise morning news. Even more so than the last one. We're here. It's our Christmas present to you. Yay, you're welcome. An extra episode. Yeah, because, you know... Everything about this season so far has kind of been crappy with, you know, lockdowns and all that kind of stuff. So we're here to spread some Christmas cheer. Absolutely. And that rhymed beautifully, <laughs> just saying. It did. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we're we're here for an extra episode and we are just as surprised as you guys because we decided literally right before we started recording our book club episode that, hey, let's just do one more while we're at it. Well, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that happened and we just needed to talk about it before next year. Right? Yeah. We're like, oh, we should we should do this true crime update and that one. And then this happened and oh my God. And then I was like, you know what? Maybe, maybe we should just break it's this just... off, you know, because our book club episodes, they're great. We love them so much, but it's, they're their own entity. This is like all those they updates. Are. We need a morning news for him. And like, I literally sent Tara like so many articles this week because I was like what is happening oh my god and I kept thinking that we too. haven't like, had we haven't had an update in weeks and then all of a sudden it's like I know okay like, here we go it totally comes in waves like there'll be times when it's just like we just get bombarded with like all this stuff like we need to talk about this and then the next time we'll be like kind of scrounging like not finding anything that great no updates but like this is this is interesting so we'll talk about this but nothing like that compelling you know yeah. but it seems like anytime yeah. we have a break from morning news we just get hit with all these great articles so we're yeah. here we're making an exception yeah. <laughs> and like you yeah. said some we cosmic shift yeah. yeah we didn't want to wait until the new year because it would be like an entire month before we record our next and well it would maybe be not kind of irrelevant I think exactly by the time we yeah. got there so would be like uh yeah we know we we know this <laughs> that happened <laughs> in 2020 ago, right <laughs> and we are over that shit <laughs> let's not go back so over it yeah right <laughs> once we hit 2021 everything's gonna improve yes that Universe, is are you listening that's what we're saying let's put it out there yeah. if we put it out there it's gonna happen it's gonna be better Absolutely. Absolutely. Really, it can only go up from here, I would think. It's not a challenge. Just I'm saying. not challenging the universe nope. in that way. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm just saying 2021 is going to be better. Yes, 100%. <laughs> All right. Well, we're not going to make this episode too long, so we better jump into it. All right, friends, grab your glass and get cozy. Let's talk about murder. Tink, tink. I'm really afraid of saying glab your grass now because that's what I said Seriously. two weeks ago or whenever that aired. <laughs> Once you say a phrase wrong like that, it is so yeah. hard to recover. Honestly, every time we record an episode and at the end when I have to say bottled up, it is like so difficult for me because I've slurred it so many times that I just like panic. And so it's like one phrase <laughs> that I'm like, oh my God, every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Just so yeah. if you get glab your grass, don't just forgive me. Just <laughs> keep going. You know what to do. We don't have to tell you. <laughs> right. Right. 
Um, so our first is an update about the man that was accused of killing the Red Deer doctor. Um, it's a case we've talked about a lot. I'm not going to dive back into all the details about it, but he has been seen by mental health professionals. He's been said that he's fit to stand trial. He also just pled guilty. No, sorry. He pled not guilty. Sorry. Not guilty. Yes. And he wants to represent himself. Mm -hmm. He has been offered and recommended that he should have legal counsel. He has a right to legal counsel, but he keeps saying that nobody in Canada can represent him effectively. Yep. Exactly. And he wants to have his trial as soon as possible. Um, so I'm just going to read a little bit from the Global News. Um, and Bill Graveland wrote this. It says, Mayweather has indicated on a number of occasions that he didn't want a lawyer, didn't trust the Canadian justice system, and would represent himself at trial. That position didn't change Friday at his appearance before Judge Gordon Yake, who ordered the duty counsel to speak to Mayweather. I tried to persuade him about the benefits of having a lawyer, and I could not convince him there is any merit in obtaining a lawyer. One of the things he expressed is that he didn't think a lawyer would follow his instructions, defense lawyer Murray Shack told the judge. The prosecution has decided not to seek a preliminary hearing in the case and instead go directly to trial. Shaq said Mabier didn't want a preliminary hearing either. He advised me that his interest is in going to trial as soon as possible, said the defense lawyer. Prosecutor Bina Border expressed concern that Mabier would be self-represented at trial and that a section of the criminal code would allow court to appoint a lawyer to a self-represented individual. The judge says that's not the case. That part of the criminal code that I reviewed carefully only allows me to appoint counsel in the event that the fitness issue remains before the court. I don't have jurisdiction at this point to appoint counsel, said Yake. I'm compelled to commit Mr. Mabier to stand trial on, on the charges and to send him for arraignment to the Court of Queen's Bench in Red Deer. Mabier's trial date is to be scheduled on December 7th. And so that's where, where we have it for now. We, of course, will keep you updated on this one as it progresses. Yes, but we are both pretty fired up about that <laughs> when it first came out. So we wanted to rage. update you guys as well so you could also feel the rage that, that we're feeling. <laughs> he pled not guilty. Like, are yes. you kidding? Yeah. Michelle sent me the article and I just like made a list of like all my points. Like, first of all, not guilty. Fuck you. <laughs> like... Come Second on. of all, go ahead, represent yourself. Absolutely. Because we know how that's going to go. Not going to go well. And honestly, no. I guess it's a good thing because he's not going to do a good job. He's, yeah, no, going to get put away for a long time. I mean, fingers crossed, but I can't see it going well for him if he represents himself because no. we've seen it time and time again, you know, like cases like Ted Bundy, like, right. It just really shows. A good job. Yeah, it really shows a person's character, I think, when they choose to represent themselves. Like, who do you think you are like, that you are? How narcissistic do you right? have to be? That's my only thought when I hear that. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Like we've said a hundred times about the case, we will keep you guys updated because we are following it closely. And fired up. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I get a article from Michelle, I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> bring it, <laughs> bring it on. And then, yeah, immediately I just go off. <laughs> <laughs> Another article that she sent to me was this one. 
granddaughter of Manson family victim Rosemary LaBianca found stabbed to death in U.S. So this was on, uh, I got my article from Seven News, and this is so suiting. The journalist that wrote this article is named Pip Christmas. <laughs> and it's just I love that beautiful, and it's cosmic, and it's just meant to be for right now. Right? I was like, that That can't honestly be the name. And then I looked at it. Yep. No, that's the journalist. So I love it. 100% is. We love you, Pip. <laughs> Keep them coming. Right? Just reading directly from the article because we threw this together really quickly. So the granddaughter of Rosemary LaBianca, who is brutally murdered by Charles Manson's family in the late 1960s, has been found stabbed to death in the U.S., Ariana Woke was found in a pool of blood in an apartment in Denver, Colorado, police confirmed. The 40-year-old was found dead on July 3rd this year, which is interesting because we're not hearing about it until now, which is no. December. Yeah. So that's, that's interesting. I wonder why. Uh, Jose Sandoval Romero, 24, has been charged with her murder, the Denver District Attorney Office said. A postmortem examination found several stab wounds to her neck and apparent defensive stab wounds to her arms and hands, which I always think is just the worst. Horrific. It scares the shit out of me. According to Denver police, the suspect confessed when he was arrested four days after the woman's body was found. In the statement um, given by her sister, Ariana's sister, she said that Ariana was a very happy, sweet, kind, loving child who gifted her family with many fond memories. She loved the county fair, festivals, and the river, mountains, and forest. Ariana was a single mom with one son who was the joy of her life. Yeah, this Ugh. article made me sad. It just gets you right in the feels. And just the similarities between yeah. the brutality of her grandmother's death and hers yeah. is unnerving absolutely and i'm definitely going to look for updates on this one because i couldn't find anywhere the reasoning behind the murder like anything leading up Neither to it I. any relation between the murderer and and the victim like he was 24 and she's 40 like i don't i don't know what the relationship was there or how this happened but like you said the similarities are disturbing it's disturbing and I'm really interested to hear what comes out in his trial. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so I'm going to keep an eye on that one. Yeah, if he gets a trial, like if he pleads not guilty, then he'll get a trial. If he pleads guilty, then that's different. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it's difficult because it's like you want to hear all the details, but at the same time, it's like you're mm -hmm. guilty, you're guilty. Like we just want to put you away, yeah. but at the same time, like a not guilty trial will bring up all of the dirt, so... Right. And how many times have we said, we just need to know why. Yeah, exactly. Right? Need to know. So, yeah. And I don't really have a bizarre article for this one, but it's just another like super big thing that happened in the true crime community this week that huge, huge was needed to be talked about. So I'm just going to read you the title of the article because it pretty much says it all. Mm -hmm. um, after 51 years, the Zodiac Killer's cipher has been solved by amateur codebreakers. Um, this article is from ctvnews.ca, and the author is Leah Asmelash and Sherry Mosberg. And I'm sorry if I mispronounced your names, <laughs> but I'm just going to 
I'm going to read you a little bit. More than 50 years after the so-called Zodiac Killer first began terrorizing the streets of Northern California, a code-breaking team is believed to have finally cracked one of the mysterious killer's coded messages sent to the San Francisco Chronicle in 1969. Dubbed the 340 Cipher, the message was unraveled by a trio of code-breakers, David Oranchak, a software developer in Virginia, Jarl Van Eyck, a Belgian computer programmer, and Sam Blake, an Australian mathematician. Decoding the cipher revealed the following messages. It was sent in all capital letters, punctuation, and included the misspelling of paradise. I hope you're having lots of fun in trying to catch me. That wasn't me on the TV show, which brings up a point about me. I'm not afraid of the gas chamber because it will send me to paradise all the sooner. Because I now have enough slaves to work for me where everyone else has nothing when they reach paradise, so they are afraid of death. I am not afraid because I know that my new life will be an easy one in paradise death. The TV show the message refers to is the Jim Dunbar Show, a Bay Area television talk show. The cipher was sent two weeks after a person claiming to be the Zodiac Killer called into the show. It was incredible. It was a big shock. I never really thought we'd find anything because I'd grown so used to failure. Ranchak, who's been working on solving the killer's messages since 2006, told CNN. He, yeah, he talks a little bit more about how long he's been working on it and coming up with false positives and phantoms. And he just got used to thinking that this isn't going to happen. Um, the trio did take their findings to the FBI a week ago, but they didn't reveal their breakthrough until the FBI's confirmed, cleared by the authorities, they said. And the Zodiac Killer is most known for leaving a trail of five unsolved murders between 1968 and 1969. He was never caught, but he gained notoriety by writing letters to police and local media up until 1974, sometimes in code, boasting of the killings. Um, bloody bits of clothing were included with his letters as proof of his actions, and he claims that he killed as many as 37 people. The FBI had put out a statement just saying that due to the ongoing nature of the investigation and out of respect for the victims and their families, we will not be providing further comment at this time. So there is two other unsolved ciphers and Aranchek had said that they were really lucky and they found this one that had part of the answer, but it wasn't obvious. And so they don't have huge hopes for solving the other two because they're really short ciphers. Um, and the only disappointing part was that in solving this one that was nice and long they were there was hope that there'd be some sort of identity reveal in it and there wasn't right. yeah so, yeah that's what i know very cool very cool yeah yeah we talked about it a little bit before we started recording but yeah we both got bombarded with information about this as soon as it, the news broke it was like it was everywhere and it was like holy shit this it is was, happening so very exciting yeah very interesting. I mean, you wish that there would be more information that actually led to somebody uncovered, <laughs> but regardless, it's it's still very cool. Always here for a code message. Those are, they're very- Totally. Yeah. And I have a soft spot in my heart for the people that solved it because they're software developers and my hubby's a software developer and- Yeah. You know, he's a smart freaking guy. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And 
working on it since 2006. That's insane. (laughs) That's a lot of commitment. So just really settled into his quarantine. Well, (laughs) yeah, well, they're like right away when quarantine started, it was like, there was that meme going around, like, okay, just give us the cold case files. Like we got the time. We're going to go through them. John Bonet. We're going to like (laughs) all the things. So it's like, it's not quite solved, but like, that's a huge, huge thing for this case. So that's so cool. Yeah. And I, I'd mentioned it in our previous episode, cause I was reading about Zodiac and stuff, but they've never closed that case. And mm-hmm. so there's hope that with the new advancements in technology and DNA profiling and whatnot, that they might be able to actually identify who the killer was. So yeah, oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be like the next right? huge one after golden state killer, golden state. So yeah. here's to hoping mm-hmm. fingers crossed. That'd be incredible. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you 2021. Yeah, it's a good it's, year. It's gonna be our year. <laughs> it's, it's what most people said about 2020. Keep in mind, <laughs> not so much. We had no idea the dumpster fire wow. we were walking into in wow. 2020, though. So just think about yourself exactly one year ago today, and where you were at in life, and what was happening, and what was your norm, and just. <laughs> Just think about that as you try to go to the grocery store or, you know, try to make Christmas plans or anything else like that. Walk into the bank with your face completely covered, which is so freaking foreign to me, but so strange. I've done it a few times now and it just feels so wrong. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but this is, this is the thing you guys good. I'm good. Okay. We're good. I'm not, I'm not (laughs) trying to rob you. I swear. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I did like when I went to the bank the other day, I did take my toque off because I was like, I feel like I'm less threatening Mm -hmm. with, you know, my hair showing (laughs) that I'm a hot mess. (laughs) Look, I'm normal. I'm just, you know, in this quarantine thing too. Fine. Yeah. Fine. (laughs) Oh, such a crazy world that we live in. It's crazy, but we hope that everybody has a very Merry Christmas. Everybody Mm -hmm. stay safe and we hope you have a happy new year. Yeah. And just make the best of it, even if it's not what you have planned or what you think it's going to be. You just make the best of it. It's all you can do. Just stay positive. Just support each other. Be there for each other, even if it's not in person. Right. Check in. Find the joy in the little things. Do something different. Exactly. You can still make your plans, still make it a Christmas. It just might not. Absolutely. Be with the, the people that you see. But I... You know, some people that have been affected by the whole COVID thing, and they're saying, you know, we can give up this one Christmas so then our loved ones can be with us next year for Christmas. So if you're having a hard time That's with a it, really good just think of that, yep. you know, yeah. And tell you 2021 is going to be better. It's going to be great. I'm going to get a little bit sappy here, but I just wanted to thank all you guys for listening to us all year long because yeah. we really appreciate you and we think you're awesome. So thank oh, you. My heart. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. I guess this will be our final episode for 2020, the first year that mm-hmm. we began this whole endeavor and it's been crazy. Wild, crazy. Right? It's not exactly what we expected, but it's you know, it's exceeded our expectations, but it's been a lot of work, but it's a lot of rewarding work and we have loved it. We put a lot of love into these episodes and yeah, we think, we think it's pretty great. Yeah. 
you know, we thought it was just going to be like a casual, like, it's not going to take up too much time. It's just going to be a here and there. It's all good. But uh, little did we know a year ago that this will consume our lives. (laughs) And there's in the the best way possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. There's the writing, the editing, the posting, the interacting. We love every bit of it. Just takes up a lot of our lives. And that's, that's just fine because we're learning a lot. We're getting to do such a cool thing and we're getting to talk to such interesting people that it's, it's all worth it. Totally. Yeah. And I get to talk to you every week. So it still makes me happy. We have a standing date every single week. It's my favorite part of the weekend. Totally. And it's sounds weird, but it's been really good for my mental health. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Uh, Michelle is the only person that I can, you know, brain dump to and like, be like, hey, I'm not okay. Because I don't do that with anybody. So to talk to Michelle every single week is really great. <laughs> oh, and same here. I just, oh. I adore you. Oh. I'm my favorite. Oh, <laughs> okay. Oh, this is getting get sappy. It's getting real <laughs> sappy. Michelle has this thing I didn't that, even... about her that can just make me cry like that. So let's not go there. <laughs> yeah yeah let's not cry on this episode I've already done that once this year I was gonna say we get one episode a year no more right (laughs) Oklahoma City bombing you got me that's it (laughs) exactly I wonder what it's gonna be next year (laughs) oh god (laughs) I can only imagine well I'm looking forward to it me too. And let <laughs> us know what you guys think about the episode. Mm-hmm. Um, send us a message. Wish us a Merry Christmas or Happy yeah. Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, whatever it is you guys oh. celebrate. And we'll take if any you of it. see us, yeah, absolutely. And if you see a story we should cover, make sure you send it in. Or if you like see any updates to the stories that we're talking about, absolutely let us know. Um, you can email us at murderandmerlot at gmail.com. Find us on Instagram at murdermerlot podcast, Facebook at murdermerlot podcast, and Twitter at murdermerlot1. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and pretty much anywhere else you can find podcasts. <laughs> we would love if you subscribed, and if you don't, you're dead to me. And remember to drink wine. Because it's not good to keep things bottled up. Bye. Bye. Merry Christmas. All the best in 2021. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. <laughs>